You know, to me, it's, uh, it's about as, as bad as it gets. I mean, this is the worst. You know, this is where we're at. And sometimes uh, it's going to get bad before it gets better. And, and uh, you know, I believe we hit rock bottom. It's not, so now the only place to go is back up. Hello and welcome to episode 81 of The Fizz. Thank you guys all for joining us. I am here with my two compadres. We got the big slip here to my left. What's going on, Lou? What's going on, Frank? How we doing, Chandler? Let's get it going, boys. I love it. I love it. Channy's here as well. Chan, how we doing? Week off, inadvertently. Yeah. I'm fucking recharged, ready to be back, boys. Yeah, and it's funny because it, you know, it was like a week off, but like we didn't take it off at all. We, we were get, still grinding it out, baby. We, Blue collar podcast, right? So I don't know if anybody listened to episode 80, the Lost Show, the infamous Lost Show. Um, we recorded the whole fucking thing, and then I went home, and there was there was no audio. There was nothing there. But we did it. We recorded it. It was great in person. If you had a ticket, it was it was pretty comical. We yeah. had some exciting stuff going on. Yeah, it was good. Uh, Chandler had an incident with his his windows. Uh, I've I had some security issues with my technology, which carried over into this week. So I'll just keep talking about it. But uh, yeah, that was very frustrating to not have a show for you guys. And it was just kind of a weird feeling to like record the entire show, and it was just basically like. We had nothing to show for it. It was just like three dudes talked in a room. and We just hung out for a couple extra hours. That's really all it was. <laughs> That's, all it was. That's all it was. Should do a couple more of those. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Off. Just get together midweek, pop in for two hours, and just talk shop. Honestly. Honestly, we should. But, yeah, no. So, sorry we missed you guys last week. We are super uh, bummed about it. But we're back. We're here. We're, we've tested the audio. Hopefully it saves. If it doesn't, I don't know. You can find me. Hanging over an overpass on 75. <laughs> we'll just I, get together to hang out and talk. I guess, yeah, we're just catching up again as, as boys. So, uh, fellas, how was the uh, how was the weekend? Anything to report? I mean, we have a, a minor report back. <clears throat> Me and Lou, one of our good buddies, daughter turned one. Huge. Um, you know, always a great time at a first birthday. Kiss babies, shake hands, see people you haven't seen in a while. And then when the relatives start leaving, the sun goes down you get a little wild, couple things happen. College Le- football Saturday. One thing leads to another. Yeah. Smelling salts might have been involved. <laughs> it was it it, it was a, a good first birthday, let's put it that way. Yeah, it's pretty good. I haven't been to too many first birthdays, but they're starting to, you know, they're starting to come around we're here. Getting, we're at that age right, now. Right. Yeah. I it, will tell you though, Big Slip had a surprising show out. Yeah. On Saturday. Because know what he did. So they're like, hey, Let's, you know, get get uh, baby name, um, you know, a college fund or money for her college or whatever. So everyone's just coming with cards and, you know, maybe a cute little sweatsuit or whatnot. But Pizzo brings a customized, it's like Bunyan just chopped this off of a tree, like this piece of wood yeah. glazed over with said child's name on it, all custom. And Lou, why don't you tell him what you signed your card as? You guys know this. <laughs> As Uncle Slip. <laughs> Uncle Slip checking in. Uncle Slip checking in. 
I was pretty proud of the gift. I'm not even going to lie. What was it? It was like, so it was a, a wood plaque, but it was cut off like a, a oak tree. So there was still like bark on the top and on the bottom. And then the middle was like shaved off. And then he wrote her name, like he, her name's Sophia. So they carved out Sophia and put a little princess crown at the end, had like different colors and all that kind of stuff in it. And then they put like a, like a finish over the top and it's basically like something you hang on your wall. Nice. But it was, it was a big hit. Um, Where'd you find that? Like Etsy or something like that? No, actually, uh, shout out Joe Buck Creations, a good family friend of ours, guy that I've known for a long time. Um, He actually used to be my hockey coach growing up, and and I was like best friends with his son growing up. Um, He moved out to uh, Chicago now, but like we still keep in touch and golf and whatnot when he's home. But his dad does all these carvings. Uh, He does all custom stuff. He does it for businesses. He does it for people, whatever you want, he can make it. And then he, like his big thing is like hunting stuff. So he does a lot of like duck stuff, deer hunting, fishing, but he's been like kind of getting out into like doing business stuff, doing it for personalized stuff, like what I did, Um, but does a really good job, all handmade um, out in Marysville, Michigan, Uh, Joe Buck Creations. He's on Instagram. Stuff's really cool if you want to check it out. Hell yeah. That sounds awesome. So at the one-year-old birthday party, what was like the, uh, was there any attraction? Was there like a petting zoo, like a clown, a bounce house, any of that shit going on? Or no, not it was, uh, our, yeah. I think the theme was our pumpkin turned one. So they kind of had like the the pumpkin stuff. What? what oh yeah, they, they did a have a bounce house. house that, you're right, you're nice. right. They had a bounce house. Not a big like, one though. It was like a kitty one. Like we couldn't have gotten in there. Oh. And really? like, it was like bringing back memories. Cause like everyone was like kind of watching the kids in the bounce house. And then it started getting like rough and rowdy after dessert. Like yeah, when yeah, they yeah. were hopped up on sugar, right. these were so, your two options of entertainment. It was Michigan state against Ohio state on the TV or bounce house wrestling with five do underneath that year olds. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, checking each other into the glass and like That's standing I, over each other taunting you know yeah like, i mean you guys said you were fucking do on smelling salts <laughs> i thought i thought for sure you guys would get in there yeah and just I, break that thing up oh, it would have been it would have been bad news for sure it was like a mini one yeah i remember one of my buddies had those as a kid and the and the dad was like trying to get us in to open gifts or some shit and we just wouldn't get out of the bounce house he just yanked the plug <laughs> and, and like i just remember like being lost in the sea of like rubber like and you're like and, about to get dude, I thought I was gonna die. quicksand yes because like I yeah I can't imagine that's that's very safe. You just pulled the plug on you guys. Absolutely, because like, was no one was listening. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> no one was listening, and he, you know it was like fucking cake time or present time or some bullshit time of the <laughs> of the birthday party, and no one was getting out of this bounce house. Yeah, we were just you know we were going the main tw- attraction. We we're going twelve rounds. That's right. Yeah, and he <laughs> he pulled the plug and. Yeah, I was lost uh, lost in the trenches there. It was funny, too, because there was, like, one one of the kids w- that was in there was, like, five or six years old, and the rest of them were mostly, like, one, oh. two and a half, three. So he would, like, look over at us, and we were, like, kind of hyping him up from the side, like, giving him the flex and yeah. all the stuff. He'd look over and flex at us and then just start grabbing him by the sh- arms, whipping him out of the bounce house, <laughs> throwing him off the wall. Look over. There's right. two kids crying. We're flexing for him. Come <laughs> What's the movie where he's beating up the little kids? Is it Will Ferrell? What is that one? Um, I'm blanking on it. He's like beating up the little kids. I thought it was, uh, or it might be when he gets hits the trank in the in the neck. Yes, yeah, old school. Old school yeah. yeah, fuck, that's great. That's good stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. I had a, a time. I had the other end of the spectrum as far as birthday goes. I had a 40th. Uh, my sister turned 40, so that was pretty exciting. A lot of kids there, though. Say, I mean, kind of maybe not the same deal as a one year old, but like a lot of kids running around. Bounce house. Uh, no bounce house. No, no bounce okay. house. Just 
a lot of food, hung hung out, um, drank quite a bit, and this is kind of the highlight of it. Is, no kidding, Frank. Yeah, no, I had had a few pops, um, <laughs> and I was hungover for a little bit, as usual, as most of my weekends end up. Um, but I did something that I, I really regret. Uh, I got Taco Bell twice this weekend for, for dinner. B to B? Mm-hmm. Back to back. Like breakfast, dinner, or like dinner, dinner? So it wasn't in the same day. Um, and I'm at was, lunch. And it was actually, yeah. yeah. Oh, thank God. God. Yeah. I'm at lunch, lunch, dinner. <laughs> no, I know. I knew what you were saying. No, but like same day, I would have really like offed myself, but I, it was bad what we did. Like we got it Sunday for dinner, which is kind of like a hungover Sunday dinner. That's fine. But then we got it on Monday. We got it on Monday. That's like a, that's four. A that, fucking that's weekend. Dark. Ki- that's a week killer. Yeah. That's it's, it's dark stuff. I got the same order back to back. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Same order back to back. It was so good on Sunday that like we had dinner planned for Monday, ready to ready to cook it, everything. We both just got lazy. As what all was the hot. original dinner plan? Uh, we were going to make a soup. Oh, we we're going to okay, make a yeah. really Definitely nice. Definitely Taco Bell then. Doesn't yeah. hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No shit. Nothing wrong with a grilled stuffed over a soup. No shit, man. So we went and got the, uh, we got Taco Bell and I got the same, same exact order. Um, I went cheesy gordita crunch. Uh, beef chalupa supreme and a chicken quesadilla. Here we go. Um, and it was delicious, but like, man, halfway through the second round of it on a Monday, I didn't feel good about myself at all. I almost started crying. So how was today? T- well, that's the real reflection. Did you detox yet or? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I was a little slow today. <laughs> you know, I even said that coming in today. I was like, man, I'm tired. I don't know why. Maybe it's back-to-back days. Edible? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should just eat a fucking vegetable. <laughs> You know, yeah, those are those are wheat killers, and then you're kind of like, where do you go from here now for dinner, Frank? Do you go yeah. back to Taco Bell or like you, you got to go a salad? You or know something. what? No, I know I do need to, but you guys, I I just lied to you. I totally messed up my Taco Bell fucking timeline. I really did. I'm an idiot. Is it better or worse? I I'm a, <laughs> I got fucking shit for brains. You know that I we got it Saturday night. I was drunk Saturday and I forgot. We got it DoorDash Saturday night. We had it meet us at the house, and then we got it Sunday. Cause you're like, how are you feeling today? And I was like, I feel like I was feeling like you didn't shit. Get the tea Mo- I was feeling like okay, shit Monday. Okay. That's right. I felt like such shit Monday. It felt like I ate Taco Bell for breakfast. This is a horrible story. So, so you got the double whammy. You not only got Taco Bell, but you also got it DoorDash, which is just like trash. I mean, that is just an absolute. We gut had it bomb. meet it. We had it meet up meet us at the house too. We were coming from like Ann Arbor area, so we like timed it like so it'd be like arriving. Well, wow, you we needed arrived. this Taco yeah, Bell. Yeah, we almost like t-boned the DoorDash driver like trying to get in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> you so, flagged yeah. him in so, like you were working at the airport. So I had like normal Taco Bell, which is the late night drunk Taco Bell. Right. And then Sunday we got it um hungover, which was which was fucked up. It's fucked up. <laughs> not good. No. Not, not good. good. Yeah. So that's pretty much uh that's pretty much the uh the weekend. Uh are you guys you guys got any anything fun planned this weekend? I actually, I'm going uh, my first weekend. I'm actually getting the the old bow out and doing a little hunting this wow. weekend. So I'm pretty pumped for that. Yeah, opening day was the first. Been a little tied up with football and that type of stuff, so I haven't got a chance to get out there. But I am going to buzz down there Friday night and stay Saturday. Where's down there? Uh, Coldwater, Michigan's where we go. Yeah. So got a, a big group of people down there that we hunt with, some family, some close friends. Um, it's a pretty good time. And got a bunch of farmland out there. We get set up pretty much throughout the year. And then let it rip in October, November, and a little bit of December. Are you uh, are you just a bow guy? How's this work? No, I do it all. So I uh, do bow up until November, 
and then once gun season starts, bust out the bust out the rifle, and then they have a short season for muzzleloader as well, um, which is only you get one shot out of it, so it's like a rifle, but you literally have to like yeah. you pack the bullet. I in picture the like that's how we overthrew. Like England. when you think of like musket, when yeah, you, you, like right. that, Paul yeah. Revere, yeah, correct. Yeah. It's it's basically that, but like a more advanced version of that. Okay, so are you still packing it in? Yeah. Oh yeah, they have they make like little pellets. Yeah. So you put like two or three of them depending on your gun in, and then there's a bullet, and you put it on the top, and then it comes with like a ramrod, and you fucking ram it in there. Damn. Yeah. What are we shooting? Just deers? Does, yeah, I shoot bucks? deer. I shoot turkey, um, duck, and geese every once in a while. But pretty much just whitetail and, and turkey for me. Are you? Uh, what's your hunting? I like. Look I like, like understood like a third of that. To I be got nothing. It went right you. over my head. Yeah. So like, what I, is he like Rambo? Yeah. I Musket, mean, yes, yes. bow, Jesus, you're rifle. Them up. You're pumping him up, dude. <laughs> look at him. Yeah, he's fucking, <laughs> oh, his yeah. pecs are flexing. Oh. My, I mean, my, I shot my first gun last winter it was the michigan ohio state game. yeah and how fucking jacked up were you about was, that experience it was awesome yeah. um never shot a gun in my life never really held one the week before my cousins took me like clay shooting just to get like acclimated to it and then we did this pheasant hunt that just it rocked yeah. i mean it was the most perfect and, that, day and that's ever. the thing too is like shooting a gun's awesome but actually like hunting is so much better right? i was scared shitless yeah to like shoot uh my cousins or the dog yeah i was scared shitless i that Probably the first 10, I didn't even, like, You were just, like, kind of watching. And they, and they had to be like, hey, like, fucking, fucking let get her in, in there. Buddy. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'm just so nervous I'm going to I'm gonna shoot you guys or that dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I ended up getting a few. It was, I mean, it was a beautiful, like, it was, like, soft snowing the whole time. It was sweet. You know, yeah. I know they put them out there. For you know, sure, like, for sure. It felt. You, you know, did, like, one of the pheasant farms type deal? Yeah. It was the, what is it, like, the Huntsman Club yeah. in Metamora. Yep. Yeah, oh, yeah. That area. It was sweet. Nice place out there. It was awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. Good was, golf, too. I, I was a guest. Yeah. I just uh, don't know if I could sit there for, I, I know you, like. You walked around. Yeah, yeah. You Like, it, when you're pheasant hunting, it's different. But, like, when you're hunting for deer and you're in a tree blind and, like, you can't really drink, can you? Because they yeah, can you can. Oh, you can drink. Yeah. Okay, I mean yeah, you're not supposed to drink to, though. though, like because you're you're fucking. You got a firearm, you know. Like, but you can sit That's in true. there and like sip a beer and shit. Like I've ripped my vape in the stand. Like it ain't it ain't what you think. But like, you also have you been have doing be this quiet, your whole life for sure. too. Yeah, for sure. And like the like with like deer hunting, you actually have to be pretty quiet. Like, yeah. Because with like goose or duck hunting, you don't have to be quiet until they like come by you, and then you just have to be still. Yeah. You See, know? I don't know, like. My father-in-law is like a huge deer hunter, and I don't know if I have like a lot of interest in doing it. It's one of those things where when you think about somebody like, oh, do I want to go sit out in the woods and when it's 35 degrees at 4.30 in the morning in the pitch black, like waiting? It doesn't sound that fun, right? No, it doesn't. But once you like, once you like get the full experience and like you see them and like you have a chance to actually do like the hunting portion of it, that's what like hooks you in. And you don't really get that until you actually do it yourself and mm -hmm. see it, but that's kind of, that's what it is, you know? Yeah. And like, it, it makes for like, you know, it's kind of like one of those things where like, you know, you get all, you wait out fucking winter all season and then summer comes and you're like, this is fucking incredible. Yeah. You know, where it's like here you wait out for a few weeks, you don't see shit. And then you shoot a big buck. You're like, this is fucking incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Uh, well, that's fucking lit. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, I'm all, pumped about it. Yeah. I'm doing some pure Michigan outdoor stuff this weekend too. Not hunting or killing anything. Um, I'm going to Forest Dunes, though, up north, playing golf there. Great course. Yeah, never, dunes. never been there. Heard it's like an absolute must. 
You're Plus, going at a good time of year too, because they have a bad like little gnat fucking buggy problem on the green, okay. and th- it should be like pretty status quo as long as you're not freezing your dick off there. Might be though. Yeah. Check the weather. Uh, <laughs> definitely like thirty percent chance of like rain or snow because the weather it's going to get like around thirty in the morning. And come stuff. on, yeah. So I'm really hoping that just kind of clears up a little bit. because yeah. um, <laughs> I would say because so. I fucking stink at golf, uh, and that's not going to help. No. Not like I'm going to be any better out there. No, and it's like a tough course in, in general. Oh, no, yeah, you know? it's real tough. On top yeah, of so, it, there's so fucking I'll, sand all over. There's like a survey that went out, and the boys, like, we're doing a, a round Friday, and then Saturday we got um, another round, and then, like, the bootlegger, like the par three. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, all right, so who wants to, who wants to like, play again Sunday? Who wants to play, like, an early round Sunday? And I was like, fuck no. Like, yeah. I'm, like, fucking football's on. And you'll and, be banged I'm gonna be up. Hung o- I'm yeah. going to be hungover. I'm going to be – that would be the most instant regret ever. If I woke up that Sunday and was like, I got to go fucking golf again. <laughs> I'm going to swing the club 300 times before I make it to Sunday. Yeah. 300. You'll no more, no less. You'll be good. Actually, maybe more. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely more, if anything, not but less. But I'm pretty pumped to see it. They're, and they're saying, like, the boys are, like, debating whether we're going to, like, take carts or do walking. No, you got to do carts, I, bro. Fuck walk. But one of the courses, the loop, they make you walk. Well, I heard now they do carts. Which oh, okay. So this is all fucking new to me, but I've never done, like, a push cart. I've never golfed. Like with a fucking push cart or walk. Yeah. Um, if you're going there to drink and like do all that, like it ain't that cool. Th- there's some cool. There's some not cool. No. There's uh, some good golfers I'm going with though. Okay. Who so like appreciate the game? Yeah. Some cool it's, golfers. It's not gonna be like. <laughs> no, there's some pretty cool. I don't think some you know the cool guys in okay. Yeah. You heard of my buddy Nate? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One. A uh, couple things for Forest Dunes. Uh, two first. The first times I ever went there was probably uh, Chandler and I played in an outing. That was my first time there. Mm-hmm. Maybe like, what was that, like four or five years ago now? Yep. But we rolled up there and a fucking helicopter landed on the driving range. Yeah. <laughs> it was insane. We were like standing, no way. waiting to like tee off. We had a group of like 12 or 15 of us and a fucking guy just flies down on a chopper. Who was it? I, we have no Salty idea. dog, dude. Tan skin, blonde hair. <laughs> he looked like you drank him just from Florida. Dude, walked right into the clubhouse. It was insane. Did the chopper leave? Drop no, him off No, he left leave? it there. No. It was chopper his. He was drove stationary, it in. dude. It was insane. In, in a fairway. In the driving range. Like oh, driving the driving range. Driving yeah. range. Yes. You could see it from the clubhouse, though. Were people swinging at it? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it looked like it was, like, a common thing because he, like, fucking pulled up, shook some hands. That's Wolf the guys of Wall and, Street Yeah, shit, it was dude. like, yes. th- this wasn't his first rodeo. That really rodeo. happened? Yes. Oh, I swear to God, dude. It was insane. You never found out who it was? No. Or, like, even, like, the idea of who the guy might have been? No. Mm-hmm. no. That's wild. Yeah, it was crazy. I hope I see that. Yeah. yeah. And the, uh, the other first for me was... First uh, golf course ever played on that had glass bottled beers. Oh, I heard that. I yeah. actually someone said that, uh, which was kind of refreshing. Yeah, but also, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> but if you're going out here playing God, fucking so like, two hundred bucks around, yeah, they're like, right. whatever. You want to break a glass bottle? We'll figure it out. Yeah, or they're just like the clientele here is supposed to be a little classier. Maybe don't you know? We'll give them glass. We went yeah. last year. Remember when we went and uh, JJ drove yes. right into the dunes? That's so the first story. hole, they're like, I think you guys I remember you telling me. They're this. like, just stay on the cart path or in the fairway. Do not drive in the dunes. So we go up with a buddy who maybe plays once or twice a year. Yeah. <laughs> it's his tee shot. It's a good one. Gets so excited, he starts driving towards it. 
runs right into the dunes, gets stuck. Unreal. <laughs> you can see from the first deep. <laughs> so the fucking like they starter, bring, the starter probably just saw him do it. Like, <laughs> hands up, one of those things. Hands on the head. Like what the fuck, buddy? Jesus Christ! They had yeah. to have some workers come out, pull his cart out. <laughs> it was like a big deal. It wasn't like he just got out. He of didn't it. get booted or anything. No, no, no they no. let him stay. Yeah, I mean, fuck. I would have booted. They let him. the vehicles go anywhere. I guess <laughs> choppers on the driver, carts in the dunes. Yeah, it's a fucking free for all. But yeah, man, these fucking like. First golf trip I've been on a, in a while. It should be a, uh, you know, how these things go. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Weather permitting at this point. Otherwise, it'll be a great time. Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those, though. It's not, it's not like uh, we got like a Rambler or a Chandler round where it's like, ah, weather sucks, boys. Call it. Yeah. You know, I mean, no, we're, you're we're fucking going. In. We're yeah. golfing. Yeah. You're golfing. I bought some fruity little, uh, like, outdoor winter golf gloves. I don't know if that's, like, cool or not, but I was like, it's I got It's not cool, I can mm-hmm. assure you. Yeah. I, cool, the cool golfers aren't going to wear it when yeah. you get up there. <laughs> they definitely won't have one. I told you I'm not a cool golfer. <laughs> All right. Well, pretty sweet. Pretty good last weekends. Pretty good upcoming weekends. Um, you know, fall just in, in Michigan. It's, it's a great, great place to be. Fall Michigan, baby. People, like, from out of state venture here. Yeah. this time of year. I don't know. Do they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they do. Do Fuck people yeah. come here? Oh, yeah. Is it a destination? I mean, I love it. <laughs> Sir. I'm just a pure Michigander. <laughs> Buddy, are you kidding me? Who's Traverse like City? droves of I people? Mean, I think that's just Michigan people going to no, northern dude, Michigan. Fucking, droves I, of people. <laughs> do you want me to call my sources in fucking London and I get do, the worldwide I report? Uh, yeah, boots on the ground. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll see how many people are from truly out of town. Like, I mean, I'll be from out of town, but like I'm still in the state. So oh, I'll yeah. see. I'll see how many people are there from out of state. I'll see if the head chopper lands down. Yeah, let me know. <laughs> Check the license plates. Another great thing about October in Michigan, though, the wings are back. The wings are back. They start up Friday, home opener versus Montreal. And I don't know about you fellas, but the wings got to be our most hopeful professional team. Most hopeful team for us. We're not Michigan fans, but most hopeful professional team. Uh, kind of without a doubt in my mind right now. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I need some bright spot to watch in, in my sports categories here because it is fucking beat down and brutal. We're going to get to the Lions. They suck ass again. The Tigers just fired everyone in the world, and I read some article that they are talking about changing everything from blowing up the entire team to like moving the fences in at Comerica. So like, that's where wow. that tear org- it down. Yeah. I that's where that org's at. I don't know much about the Pistons. I know they got some exciting young guys, but they don't feel as far along as the wings. But I obviously I know basketball can happen just like with two guys. I think the Pistons will be like kind of close with the wings from, from this year's standpoint. I think they're both going to be fighting to like maybe get in the playoffs. Yeah. Right. I just also feel like with NBA versus NHL, so like if the Wings make it as an eight seed, you know, uh, say the Wings make it as a fucking eight seed. Obviously, like the one team will be favored, whoever the hell that is. But in NHL, I just feel like that eight beating a one is way more like probable than yeah, for than, sure than in the NBA. The NBA, it just feels like a formality. You get a hot goalie or you get like Anything. a line that's fucking blown it out at the end of the year. You see that every single year in the NHL playoffs where like one of those bottom tier teams that just really turns it up like the last month of their season, yeah. they make like a good run, Yeah, you know? It just seems like that. Yeah, and I think I agree with you guys. Frank, I think you're right. You know, wings are probably a, a year or two ahead of every rebuild at minimum right now. Um, I'm interested to see what you think about, it's not on the ice, but off the ice, what do you think is going to happen with Larkin? I'm reading that 
Some guy threw out a crazy trade rumor. Um, some people are saying, hey, we should sign him, get it done. Other people are saying TBD on this year. What's your take on that, Frank? Well, with Larkin, like the way they're comparing these deals to, I just don't think he's going to get like this huge money, these eight, $9 million contracts. So like a Johnny Goudreau type deal? Yeah, and, okay. and I would I would hope to think that Dylan wouldn't be silly enough to like – try to take that money and go elsewhere. I mean, mm-hmm. he's the captain. Try to chase the bag. Yeah, and I mean, I, I don't blame anybody for chasing the bag. I just, Iserman's really building, like, a hockey town community here, and, like, I don't know how you could, like, look Iserman in the eye and walk away. Right. Whatever Stevie does with that contract, Dylan will be worth it. He's not going to overpay for him. And I also think he's building enough rapport to take maybe less of what market value would be for him to keep him around here. Sure. I, just, I even think, like financially him sticking around in Detroit and Michigan and building that local brand, like he could make up that money with endorsements and just everything here. So I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but I do know that uh, like Dylan Larkin had some quote of like, I have no intention of leaving the Detroit Red Wings or like I intend to retire as a Detroit Red Wing. So Mm -hmm. um, I think it'd be tough for him too. Like he grew up here. He like, Got to enjoy the Red Wings' success as a kid. Like, yeah, they made him captain. He knows what it's like to be part of like hockey town in, in Detroit, you know, hockey. So it's like I think it'd be tough for him to just to leave it at this point, right? And I'd be surprised if like it turned into any sort of pissing match or right. anything about money. Like, any, yeah, yeah, I'd be. Well, it's always about money, but yeah, <laughs> I'd be I'd be super shocked. So I I guess I haven't dug into it as much as I should, but like I don't think I think it's gonna. I think it people are making a big to do about something that's going to end with just like oh and he's resigned. Yeah. Gotcha. You know, like I mean they did that with even Zadina. And I thought Zadina would get traded or be on the way out and it just was like oh they they just they just resigned him yeah. for like less than what he thought he was going to get right, that, right. because Eiserman called him and said do it. Yeah. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. So, I'm super jazzed up about the Wings this year and like told you I'm going on that golf trip this weekend. A lot of hockey guys, a lot of cool golfers going to be with me. <laughs> the and coolest. The coolest people I've ever hung out with. And we're going to get done golfing and then the Wings have opening night that Friday and then I did not know this that they play Saturday. They play the next night versus the Devils. So, we got two games this weekend. I'm jazzed as I choke on uh, choke on myself here, the, um, <laughs> the one thing I wanted to say here for betting-wise, I know we're the football betters, Detroit Red Wings, I'm throwing a clean Franklin on the Wings money line, whatever it is. I don't care if it's minus 200. It won't be that high. Whatever it is, taking Wings, money line on Friday, and I'm taking exact score. I think I got a free bet with MGM. I'm going to put $50 free bet on exact score, 5-2. to two. Wow. Wings, wow. Wings win opening night 5-2. Montreal's got some of the worst D in the NHL. And LCA, the roof's going to be popping off that place. I'm pretty uh, pretty jealous I won't be there, but I'll be in a good place anyways, and we'll get out there. So they're starting on a homestand. Oh, yeah. Well, just one game. Yeah, then, then, they then, New, oh, New then they go to New they go to New Jersey. Then they come back Monday night? Yes. Oh, wow. They're yeah. ping-ponging them around. It's I couldn't believe they played back-to-back. Wow. And then they're the in Chicago after the head. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you like essentially the over and the Red Wings on Friday night? Yes. Well, depending on what the over set at, because the you NHL it could be seven and a half or seven even. Sometimes yeah. the NHL get like they've got. It used to just be. Remember the good old days when it was just five and a half, right? Like, yeah. Every single every game. game. 
because like no one's now it's like six and a half is a regular yes is the regular line. and they'll and they'll fluctuate it like when the wings had all those games last year that were like seven eight nine seven yeah those type games like the over under 12 yeah it would like, be insane like, right so I'm pumped for the wings. Uh, any other any other hockey notes you got there, Lou? I, th- I thought you were stirring some shit up. No, nothing uh, nothing crazy. Excited for the season to get going. Definitely going to lock up a home game here soon for me to get down there and enjoy it in person. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the season starting. Looking forward to having some some Detroit sports to hopefully fucking enjoy outside of these shitty Spartans and Lions. Seriously, and I heard uh, Lalan was on Chicklets. I gotta gotta listen to it. But I know they did the final roster cuts, and Edvinson, the monster defenseman, uh, didn't make it. They sent him to to Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. Sounds it didn't like, sound like he was gonna. Yeah, and it sounds like the Griffins are just like gonna win the Calder Cup. Like stacked, they're up. stacked. Wow. Yeah, they, we, right. we sent some some Might guys have to down. buzz out to uh, Grand Rapids for a Griffins game. Oh, dollar, dollar beers. Beer dollar, yeah, dollar beers, <laughs> dollar do- dollar do dogs. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. What about sure. inflation? Oh, I don't know. If that if that survived inflation, we have to go to it. Yeah, I mean, maybe they took the Costco business model where it was like, don't you dare increase that price. That's right. right. Uh, they keep coming back. Yeah. Shout out Griffins. Shout out Griffs. Uh, so- so- Soderbloom made the. Uh, Made the fucking roster six eight monster. Yep. I wonder if he'll dress the first night. So we'll see. And Valeno made it as well. Excited um, to watch the little Mo Cider back in action. That guy's gonna be a fucking train. Yeah, he's plus two thousand for the Norris Trophy. If anyone's feeling real spicy, plus two thousand for the Norris. Why don't you go ahead and sprinkle that next to the Baker half one. unit? <laughs> <That's right. That's laughs> don't you dare say Mo Cider and fucking Baker Mayfield in the same sentence. One of those again. two will come in, and it's not going to be the Baker one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I love it. Can't wait for the wings. LGRW pound the wings money line. It's, yeah, yeah. it's free smoke. It's free smoke. Just do it. Rock and roll. All right, Channy. Let's move into MLB playoffs. We touched on it last time we spoke, but it wasn't recorded. Um, but now we are into the divisional playoffs where we got some spicy shit going on. What do we got? I mean, live breaking news, even though it's not going to be live when they hear it. Yeah. Mariners, the yeah. Cinderella story so far, the playoffs, pummeling the Astros today. They hit they hit everything off Verlander. Astros scored five runs in the last two innings, including a walk-off three-run home run to come back and beat the Mariners 8-7. to seven. Just finished. So, uh, wait, yeah. wait. That was that was a winding road. Yeah, the Astros beat the Mariners tonight eight, in a walk. That sucks. Yes, it Damn was seven it. to three going into the bottom of the eighth. What Astros pulled it out with a three run uh, walk off from Jordan Alvarez. And isn't so. isn't it the Mariners thing? Their bullpen, um, or their pitching, or no? Yeah, Am I off there a little bit. I mean, they have they they're just kind of a scrappy team. JP Crawford's been great for him. Julio Rodriguez, one of the best young players, is on the Mariners. So they have their their position players. Luis Castillo, top of the line starter this year. Robbie Ray, but. I, you know, I think they're more well-rounded than some of these teams, but the Astros are just – they're like one of those teams now where they're getting to Steelers territory. They're getting to Yankees territory. It's mm-hmm. like a bad year is them losing in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. Like they're there every year. They've they've gotten through guys leaving. They've gotten through controversies. Yeah. They're management. Just, they're still good. Mm-hmm. They lose – yeah, they lose guys in management. It's like they just keep humming – and I, I find it hard to believe if they're not representing the AL this year. Yeah. Is, um, are they, so is this a five game series? Yes. Okay. Five. And then the, uh, AL and NLCS is our seven. Got it. That still yeah, blows my mind how the MLB works. Yeah. So it's, uh, 
extra little layer with the nice three-game series, which we saw over the weekend. Three, five, seven, and then seven for the World Series. But no, it's crazy how late these seasons are going now. Like uh, they said, they said Game Seven is going to be November third of the World Series. That's so dumb. It's so dumb. I know we kind of touched on that earlier, but too. no one heard it. Yeah. Oh, was that last? It was week? last yeah, week. Yeah. No one heard Fuck. it. Yes. So I said last week. I think the MLB is so dumb. They play 162 games a year, and then they play the most meaningful baseball in the worst baseball weather possible. If you're in a non-southern state right it makes no fucking sense to me it drives me crazy um i know why they do it though it's because of records it's because they don't want to alter they don't want to have to put asterisks or take records away because mlb is so weird about all their records and things like that i mean i just i don't get why the season isn't 140 games and then you start the playoffs like at the beginning of september it's exactly why you said because that's the most record driven sport out of any of the major sports MLB is the most record driven yes and we'll get into it a little more later with um football and I'm sure we'll bring it up but like analytics is ruining baseball too oh like my god oh my god everything is a strikeout or launch angle or spin rate and it's like everything's a shift now they have to have rules it's like I don't know analytics yes I get it it makes the game quote-unquote better because you know more but at the end of the day like it's too much analytics. Play bullshit. baseball. Play yes. fucking football. There's some times where you're just like, I don't know. Maybe you should just tie the game. Right. He is like, oh, he has maybe, a 3.0 whip against a righty batting in the fourth slot yeah, at uh, right. September 3rd. And obviously, I'm I'm referring to that the Monday night game with the Raiders and the Chiefs. Right. Like, like they went for two down one right. on the extra point, and it's just like, I don't know. You're on the fucking road to a team you can't beat. Right. It's, maybe maybe just protect yourself a little bit. Right. No, I mean, I don't. I don't know. I was up in the air about about the football call. For, Too much time left. Yeah, you I had to I, stop the Chiefs either way. I don't know. I just yeah, I agree with that. But I also feel like you have some momentum. You just scored. You want to take the lead and make them have to go down, kick a field goal for the win at least. I, I don't know. I was up in the air. It was it was a tough play. I think that one could be fifty fifty. Yeah, I mean, the, and and maybe we'll transition into football. But I I do want to bring up that nuts play with the Chargers and the Browns. The analytics play. Did you guys see that at the end of the game? Uh, it was the uh, where they didn't punt. Didn't yes. they go for it? They went for it fourth and two on, on their the own 50, 40. Yeah. 49 or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And the Browns had no timeouts left and they were only down two. Yes. And they went for it. Yes. That actually blew my mind. Uh, Keenan Allen yes. tweeted. He yes. tweeted, what, what the fuck are we doing? Yes. Right. Yeah, he did. It's insane. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. That's where analytics... More so in baseball, but it's now creeping into football. Even in basketball, you're seeing teams shoot like 55 three-pointers a game. And it's like, well, analytics say to do that. It's like, it's just ruining games, in my opinion. Too I, much analytics. I saw a great tweet from Bill Simmons, and it was like, uh, a 2022 head coach would jump out a fourth-story window because analytics say it's faster than taking the stairs. <laughs> That's and a that, great, yeah, great analogy. That was a pretty great, great tweet. But yeah, I agree. And like... Um, my God, you listen to Hanson on Red Zone talk about the analytics. He like fucking has a boner his, over analytics. Dude, literally, dude. he loses his mind. Oh, the analytics play here. <laughs> wow, wow. And he's like, he's like breathing, and then and then he'll like explain to you the most simple situation, math situation ever. So the analytics say they're gonna go, they're gonna go for two, but if they miss it, they're gonna be down one. So that means the next time they score, they're gonna have to go for two if the other team scores, and then they'll be up. Eight 
great. And it's like, yeah, man, we get it. It's football math, Hanson. <laughs> Meanwhile, <Relax>. like Ravens, <laughs> Cincinnati has the ball in the red zone and they're about to score. We're sitting here for a 20-minute explanation about analytics. <laughs> yes. Hanson, yeah. who doesn't know fucking football math, man? <laughs> Dude, some that guy, like, you know, he's he's like kind of like, I don't know how to describe it. Like he's he he's he is the face of red zone, and I'm not saying I want someone else there. He doesn't drive me to the point of like, man, I hate this guy or I gotta mute this guy. But like there are times where I'm like, dude, shut the f- shut up. Yeah. Like for the love of God. You don't have to up. talk all the time. Yes. Like let the game play out yes. and, and we'll let hear the, the commentary. Yes, yes, exactly. And then guess what? When we need to switch, you can narrate going to different screens, but like stop trying to like set up all these like scenic like moments yes. and like, oh, here we are at <laughs> yeah. the witching hour. Yeah. It's like if he says that one more time. He's going to say it every week. It, I mean, I have paralysis by that time because I'm I'm smoking, you know, three or four blunts by that point <laughs> in Sunday. But Just laying there. Yeah. It's the witching hour. I'm like, dude, I, I can't move or I would change the channel. I think, <laughs> well, dude, for me with Hanson, the, the worst is like, everything is like, whoa, did you see that? <laughs> like it's, and it's just like, it'll be like a tipped pass off some guy's helmet that was like picked off for like a 10 yard return by the defense. <laughs> it's like, it went right off his head and they took it the other way. And like everything, every play to him is like absolutely bonkers. And he's just like, and he like reveals that they're going to show every touchdown at the end. Like, like they're not, like, that's not part of the show. Right. Like, he's always just like, and we got every touchdown for you. Like, oh, they got it. Like, honey, they got it. This week. They got him. Every one of them. Dude, he's, he's, he's wild. You know what I, that, one of my favorite parts of Red Zone, though, is when he's like, and we're going to go live to New Orleans for the punt. And it, like, goes silent. And you're like, what the fuck is going on? Did yes. they block it? Did he yes. shank it? Yes. Did, is he, did he mark the punt? I do, I do you know? love that little bit of anticipation yeah. where you're like, they're not in the red zone. Right. What, either a sick play happened or, like, a huge turnover. I'm, like, rushing on my score mobile. I'm like, what happened? You know what I mean? Yes. But, and every once in a while, he'll fake you out, though. Yes. Like, you will just get, like, a, a punt that, like, gets caught at the 15 for a fair catch. <laughs> like, like, was there really Fair not- catch. Yeah. And fucking, dude, since we're talking red zone, like, it was, like, this week, week five, Lions transition here. Like, basically, like, it was one of those weeks where you're watching red zone because the Lions are getting smoked, and you're basically saying to yourself, like, all right, it's a red zone season now. Like, I'm I'm not going to watch. I'm dialed in. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch the red zone. And you don't see a single play of, <laughs> of the Lions game, even when they're in the red zone. Like, if you I, watched red zone this weekend, you didn't see any of the Lions You game. did not. There was maybe 30 seconds of the game. They, like, showed Goff's fumble and pick go the other way. And it was, like, a replay of New England scoring. It wasn't even the live scene. No. Was there even red zone opportunities? <laughs> well, that, that's what I thought was, like, hilarious. Like, I would see on my phone, like, Lions at the 19 or, like, the 21. And that, that was right before Goff threw like, that nope, pick. Not inside the 20. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, they're, like, yeah, they're showing anybody else do anything. But, uh... So, Frank, did I just hear something? Mm-hmm. Did you say it's a red zone season from here on it's out? It's a red zone season from here on out. Mm. It's a... Gotcha. Uh, uh, I said... What about the Kool-Aid, Frank? I The fucking Kool-Aid. It's run dry. I said... <laughs> I fucking have said... The Kool-Aid, this, man. They had five weeks to get us to two and three. I said, you get into that break, two and three... We are two. If we're two and three, we beat Minnesota, we beat Seattle, or we beat the Patriots. I'm fucking still bopping up and down. I'm still talking my shit, saying we can get to eight or nine wins, nine floor. And 
Uh, I'm excited, but we are one in four, and we just lost 29 to nothing to a team in the exact same situation as us. Do or die game, have to get back on track, uh, and we lost 29 to nothing to a third-string quarterback uh, from Western Kentucky. I, I need you to like be serious right now because you're confiding in us, and I'm glad that you're being honest about a red zone season. But like in your true heart of hearts, I saw your video – and then I saw your post after with your clown <laughs> face on it. Yep. But, like, in your true heart of hearts Sunday morning, did you really believe the Lions had it? Like, just be honest with me. Did you really think that they were going to step up on the road without a lot of their good players and beat a Patriots team? I, I'm i not going to say I didn't believe it, but I wasn't. No, I, I, I had, like, this moment of just, like, if there's ever a time to show up at all, to show anything, to show any heart, it's right now. I mean, Matt Patricia is literally standing on the other side of that field. They had everything to play for. Third string quarterback. Third string quarterback. I agree. I must mean, they, win game must, again. Must win game. Like everything. Worst to play game of for, the year, and they were awful. Worst and they, game of the year. They didn't. They didn't even lose in typical heartbreaking 75-yard field goal fashion or some Number fucking one offense. phantom call. Number one offense. Listen to the bet I took <laughs> that I thought was a lock of the fucking day. I couldn't believe it was real. At, at even money, it was where both teams score a touchdown in the first half. I was like, oh, buddy. Are you kidding? This is layup lines. Number one offense and then the, the Lions defense. Like, forget about it. It was dead to rights until the Pats took the fumble to the crib the other way, and then I needed the Lions to go back down and score, and they didn't. That bet missed. They didn't score a fucking point. Yeah, bad. Bad. Worst game of the year. They, you, the whole Lions fan base was absolutely bludgeoned to death this last week. <laughs> now you get a whole week to recover. That's the good thing. And I don't Frank. even want it. I don't, I'm like done. I wish we you could You want to hit fast forward? I, I, my Kool-Aid's I not the, dry we, I yet. I want the season off, is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's my Kool-Aid's not completely dried up yet. Okay. There, there's, <laughs> that's all you got? There's not, <laughs> there's not much Kool-Aid Real confident. Left, but if we can sneak out of two of these next three... Dude, well, how, are we, how, are we, how are we sneaking out... I got to... Here we go. I, I love this fucking... Cowboys, Miami's banged up. Packers. Miami's banged up. Dallas is still struggling to figure out who their quarterback is. They're not struggling at all. I think Dallas is playing awesome. I'm saying, but their their quarterback situation could 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 deem good for the Lions. Could. They put Dak <laughs> back in. Dude, we're toast. I mean, we're yeah. It doesn't look good. There we go. Look good. We're going into Jerry World. Um, I wanted to go there that game at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I wanted Definitely to do, not I wanted to do a lot of things at the beginning of the year. <laughs> doing that. So Jerry World uh, out of the bye, and you could say like, "Oh, great, we're out of the bye, we're healthy." I, I see us like having a little life early in that game, and then losing. Like I see us losing that game. We by, play the Cowboys tough. We always do because I I have this weird theory that like uh like lions and domes. Like I, I feel like that place is like Ford Field. They're like oh good, we got the, we're the grounded dome. up tires here. This is nice. <laughs> Shitty yellow brick road and warm beer. Oh uh, yeah, dolphins. I think are just gonna slaughter us. Like who the fuck is gonna cover Waddle and Tyreek? Like we got no one to do that. Answer nobody. Correct. But they also don't have anyone throwing them the pill. Teddy's banged up and Tua's. You know, Tua will be back. Two, He'll be at, back. Teddy at minimum will be back by that game. Two gloves at, will eat us alive. Yes. Yeah. Kill us. Yeah. And no. then, and then, and then, and then it's just the Packers. Yep. 
We yeah. We're basically just looking forward to these Bears games. Like I'm dead. Like it's the Bears. What do you game. mean we have that home? We have that stretch of shit teams. No, but they're actually good. They're That's not- the issue. <laughs> is the shit teams turned out to be fucking good? Are we the shit team? The, yes. The <laughs> Giants are four and one. That was one of the shit teams I had on the list. The Bears are are shit. Uh, the Jags I had as a shit team. They're better than us. The Jets I had as a shit team. They're what three, three and, and two. two. Just beat the piss out of Miami. Uh, the Panthers are are shit, and Baker sucks. Yep, yes. you won't be on the team by that game. That's accurate. Um, it's a road game, and though. then that's it. And then it's just the division, and then it's the division who is gonna throat fuck us. There we go, Frank. You're coming around now. I'm glad that we're we're on the same page. We're we'll real big slip in here, but I'm not there yet. I want to ask you this: Is it there sucks? I don't take joy in this like at all. Like this sucks. So I sorry to interrupt, but no one takes joy in it. But a, it's a process. When you guys were jumping around that we were going to get nine wins, that's Floor. unrealistic. Chandler enjoys this a little bit. Let's yeah, I do. I do. His, his erection is lifting I the do. <laughs> Three wins. You can't expect to double more, more than double that. But is, is there a realistic scenario where Motor City Dan does not make it through the season? No. No. Absolutely not. Uh, buddy in the group chat put it really well. I think he's spot on about uh, Campbell. They... Found their guy. The Fords are hand-washed from him for a year. They're not going to work at changing anything. He He's safe through week eight of next year. So he, he is safe through the rest of the season without a doubt. I think so, too. Without a doubt in my mind. Okay. And I think he's safe through week eight, and he would have to go like two and six. What do you think about Brad Holmes, though, putting pressure on it that Campbell wouldn't? come back because Dan Campbell's not a Brad Holmes guy. What was it? Was, was Holmes, uh, what was Holmes the came first and then they brought in Campbell? No. Or no, Campbell came first. Did he? Yeah. I thought, I Dan, thought Holmes okay. was part of the process, was part of the, uh, the hiring process of Campbell, mm. which is, that's why it always kind of surprised me that that was the guy. I don't, I don't think so. Well, look that one up, but the the one thing we definitely know is there was a guy available when we hired Campbell, and that's Brian Dable. He's doing okay. Yeah, he's doing all right in New York. I don't think he would ever came here, though, do, do you? Uh, if if the offer came through. It wasn't the same year, though, like we, right? Because this is Dable's first year. Yeah, this yeah, because we've had Campbell for two now. For a year. Yeah. So I think last year he would have, man. He wasn't offered a head co- coaching job. No. Yeah. No, you're right. No, yeah, you're right? right. Right. And and like I mean, Ju, our friend of the show, was screaming about him last yeah. year, and now look at him. He's he's like definitely in the convo for coach of the year. Yes, absolutely. It's uh, and that team's not good. Like they don't have talent either. No, they don't. They don't have talent at all. It's it's one of those things where I just you got to give them time. But I, we saw it again this week. Fourth and nine. And it would have been a 48-yard field goal attempt. And he, he goes for it. It's like you don't take the delay a game or you don't kick the field well, goal again. Well, let's back up a play further. Let's go to the third and two. Mm-hmm. And you sub in Craig Reynolds for that third and two. You miss a block. Craig Reynolds runs the complete other way for a seven-yard loss. And now it's fourth and nine. Number one, why is Craig Reynolds in on that play? Jamal's having a year. Do that, or do that fucking end around with Amon Ra that goes for 11 minimum. Yeah. Right. I, I just, I don't know. Like, at that point in the game, you're down six. You have the shortest leash 
ever with your <laughs> fucking defense. Like, down six, you're kind of already, like, we're in panic mode Oh, here. absolutely. Like, you have to put points on the board here, whether it's three, whether it's six. For a crucial third down and two in Patriot territory, you bring in your third string running back and miss a block, and then he runs seven yards the other way. Now it's fourth and nine, and then you double down on the bad decision to go for it. Right. And then Goff fucking knees the football and... It goes in Patriots' hands. Go for it yep. again. Again. After such costly mistakes just weeks prior, he does it again. He's not learning. People say you can learn on the job. No, you fucking can't. This is the NFL. Learn on the job? He said going into the week he was going to be more conservative. He went for it on fourth down six times, um, and they didn't convert a single one. NFL, yeah, they got NFL, NFL record. NFL record. Like, we always break them. We find them. <laughs> we find them and we break them. We find the ones I didn't even know existed and yeah. break them. I mean, he did so bad. And then for our defense, I don't think we forced a punt till the fourth quarter. So we haven't forced. A, that was our first forced punt in yeah. seven quarters. Correct. It was going to be two full games. Right. Until we finally forced one on the third string Patriot. We let Geno Smith go a whole game without Gino letting us punt. And, and, then, zappy. and then Zappy. That's incredible. It's it's insane. So, how can the B defense be that fucking bad, dude? I I truly don't get it. I don't understand. Like they're NFL players, right? Yes, they're Hardly. NFL players. But part of it, and again, this is not this is going to sound like an excuse, but if we're going to take any light from what's going on right now, you have 18 million dead cap space between Jamie Collins and Trey Flowers. 18 million. That's two starters in yeah. the NFL. Good starters, solid starters. And uh, one of the Oquaras hurt himself. He's taken up, what, $13 million? So we've gone. got $30 million of basically dead money on the defensive side this year. And Tracy Walker's out. Tracy Walker's out. So, I'm not, these are not excuses. No, these but are they, not. But, like, they're, they're, they're fast. These, right. these are things. Do, and do you, so do you guys think, let's go big brain here, that Holmes is, like, Loving this, maybe not loving this, but like, is he just like, yeah, it's gonna be another bad. I mean, we year. are in a good position next year, pick wise, and and the Rams cap. are sucking too, right? So it's kind of like, is Holmes like, you know what, Dan, just do your Dan shit, wear the press conference, take I, take I mean, it off the fucking chin. Doesn't, doesn't and then sound next too year, crazy. Next year, I'll get you your talent. I mean, it's going to be do or die for Dan because this year, with the way things are going, we'll be lucky to get five wins. Yes. You know? it's You got to hope for two against the Bears and then beat the Panthers, and then you're maybe – that's four. Right, and then sneak out something. What? You could I, sneak something out. Get sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I truly don't – like, I don't know. I don't know if I see it. What's going on with our boy at number two? Hmm? Aid, big Aiden. Man, he oh played man. one half against the Commanders, and outside of that, dude, he's I, done nothing. He's done nothing. He's done nothing. I have, I have nothing. I saw a tweet that was like, "Hey, Aiden, that like, haha, the Billy Jean dance was cool, but would you mind fucking doing something out there?" <laughs> it's, it's, it's insane. I mean, not that anyone like around where they selected is like, oh god, that much better. But did see a couple batted down balls from Thibodeau this weekend. Yep. Uh, making a little bit of an impact. I mean, again, I don't think he has too much help, but 
I am sick of hearing how many hurries he has, like how he leads all double team, PFF, all double teams, yeah. how he leads like all rookie uh, defenders in here. We are with the analytics who are over six, seven. Yeah. Like, yeah. Back to the analytics, dude. And it's, it's like, uh, it's like ridiculous too. like, uh, some other guy tweeted like Hutch is not having a good game or something. It just, it turns into like nice contract for Mel Tucker. It's like, that's not what this is about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not, that's not what we're talking. Dude, about. you know who like, this is like completely way off, but like after watching <laughs> the Raiders and KC game, like I feel like the lions are like trying to like Cro- Max Crosby looked fucking unreal yesterday. That guy's a fucking freak. Like, yes. I think that's like what we, what I want to see out of like, he reminds me of like a similar, like he could be a Hutchinson style, not just cause they're both white. Yeah. <laughs> cause I know that's where we were going, but I don't know. I mean, I'm just kind of shooting off the hip here. He looked sick last night. And I mean, Hutchinson, like, I don't know, dude. He doesn't fucking he uh, if he gets double teamed all the time, like is he forcing anything? Because I'm not seeing it. Like yeah. he's not. You know what I mean? Like our linebackers are still getting blocked. So like, it I just don't. seems like uh, an entire entire mess. And like, yeah, one, he hasn't done anything. Two, like, I'm also not gonna like blame him or call him a boss this this year just fucking like they stink it's tough to play good i i mean it's the nfl you're getting a million dollars a play it's not an excuse but like when your team sucks dick it's tough to like f- like get it going every week but but that's, now you're learning <laughs> but man this week they had every reason to get it going I, they had every fucking reason two and three you're right in the mix baby fucking packers just lost to the giants dude this week fucking sucked this sucked. Do like, you guys want to hear a harsh reality? Yeah, they're years away. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think it's Super Bowl next year. But the the only thing we're looking at now is uh, <laughs> who's Cincy's coach. This is what everyone's going to be doing. Oh, now. Zach Taylor. Yes, and who's the other coach? Uh, Shanahan. Mm-hmm. Third year, right? Yep. yep. That's. But like, this is what we have to do as Lions fans. We have to like dig up these historical things of other teams in other situations where it's worked out. And we point to that and we say, look, it'll work out then. And that's, that's like all we're going to do is like point to, to Taylor who, you know, he's not lucky, but man, that was a pretty uh, gritty run by the Bengals. You know, I don't really see them repeating that one right. soon. Right. And then no, San Fran's good. I mean, yeah. San Fran's just good. I mean, Ky- but Kyle Shanahan yeah. and Dan Campbell Pretty different guys. Yes. Yeah. Way different guys, and he's way more involved in the X's and O's and a way better job at executing the X's and O's. Yeah, this sucked. This was the breaking week for me. Um, I will wear it. Uh, I thought we had some hope this year, but I also did say if they don't go into the break two and three, we were we were boned, and so now I'm, I'm boned. I'm being boned. Well, see ya. <laughs> Well, it's going to be lonely without you at the top. <laughs> All right, boys. Any other notes from around the league this week? Um, the biggest note I have didn't come on the field. It was uh, walking into a game, and that was Kyler Murray's outfit. Oh, my fuck. <laughs> Dude, I can't stand Kyler Murray. I've made that abundantly clear. And everything, I felt vindicated by any... Kyler Murray fans or apologists when he wore the Hillary Clinton. That was one of the worst lime. fucking outfits I've ever seen. It's a woman's suit. It was it's lime a, green. It's a women's pants suit. <laughs> it, it's, it's what Michael. It's what Michael wore in the office that one time. Yes, but, the two but, button. But, but but Kyler's was way more overtly feminine. It was. 
It was that was insane. I'm, if you haven't seen it, Google Kyler Murray Green. Just you have to see it. Yeah, you do. I hate his face. I can't stand that guy. Yeah, I don't. Why I, do you wear that? They were like fucking bell bottoms too. Like the bottom of his pants were like bat. Like the circles were the size of basketballs. They were like dragging on the floor. Like it was those old shitty goth pants that people wear with the chains. Dude, I dude, I can't. I thought I thought it was photoshopped when I first saw it. I thought it was a joke too. Hundred percent thought it was photoshopped, and I was like, I don't know who thought of this, but like Fucking this hilarious, is hilarious. Great job. <laughs> and then and then dude, it kept popping up, kept popping up, and then it was it was just like wait. He did this. He did this. He's a clown. I got another off the field one. If you guys have been now in the lost episode, we gave this guy a couple minutes because it was over under. Um, but have you guys seen like what Antonio Brown's been doing on yes. Twitter and yes, oh snap the last week? Yes. I mean, I hate to laugh because like no, it's Brady was very good to him. I, I don't know why he's lashing out against him. Maybe there is stuff that we don't know about. But when he's doing those pictures of like the book covers, Dude, <laughs> and he's insane. got Tom Brady like leaving Giselle. Daddy's on the front. gone. Yeah. Daddy's <laughs> gone and tones in the the, the living window. room. So just just so last week we. Talked Touchdown Antonio Brown in over under the lost episode, lost in space, RIP condolences. Episode 80. Uh, but it, if you haven't seen it, Antonio Brown is like posting like childhood book covers that are photoshopped with like, di- like suggesting that he is now hooking up with Giselle, uh, Tom Brady's ex, soon to be ex-wife. And there's like kids crying and the name of the book is like, Daddy's not coming back. Or some <laughs> shit. Daddy's gone. And then like Tone Brown's like sitting in the window. Like it's <laughs> it's absolutely the most disrespectful shit I've ever seen for like the one friend he had. He's like juicing in, up affairs in the world, dude. Yeah, I mean, I think he was with Kanye today too. I saw some tweet. He just every time I open my fucking phone, he's like, on doing something. Do you see the Cardinals thing? Yeah, retardinals. Yeah, like with, what like, is the that? Big head in the front. Like I don't. Even, and what is that? He's like, I'm building a team. It's like, like, dude, how do you say that? Like, what's his end game with all this shit? Attention. That's attention. It's got to stay relevant. I guess it it only. uh, It has to be. Only lasts so long, right? They might fucking chop his hog off in Dubai once they get the footage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and he's saying that's doctored. He's saying that's a doctored video. It's like, dude, it's you. Right. What do you, how would you doctor pulling that? Your dong and out. it's like you and your, and it's like his buddies all there like, yeah, well, put the longboard on her. Referring <laughs> yeah. to his penis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he like smacks her in the face with his ass. Yes. <laughs> Is that common penalty in Dubai? Chopping his dong off? <laughs> I believe so. I believe so. Oh my God. Oh gosh. Why don't we look forward to this week, Frank? Yeah. Enough of last week. Yeah. I was seeing if there was anything else. No better else. time than the present or the future. Yeah. I was seeing if there was anything else and I don't, nothing's really coming to mind um, outside of, uh, yeah, that's it. That fucking pantsuit, man. It you don't want to, do you want to recap the Thursday night game? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, I will say this about the Thursday night game, and we can do a little look back and preview because they're the same fucking game. Yeah, another shit show coming up this Thursday. Yeah, so I got hockey on Thursday, so it's pretty nice sometimes to miss these stupid fucking slugfests. But hear me out, everybody. Uh, last week was arguably one of the worst Thursday night games uh, we've seen in history, uh, but maybe not to be outdone by the one upcoming this Thursday, Bears commanders it's gonna be an absolute dog shit show but in the colts broncos game i took this bet that mgm had at plus 175 will a team score three consecutive times 
And I was like, these are just two shit teams. Like, they suck. Uh, it, it hit. It hit with flying colors. They just scored back and forth. Yeah. Like, and it's a really kind of fun bet to take when, like, you look at a line and you're like, I don't know what these teams are going to do. Like, I have, I don't trust any of this shit. It's just kind of like a fun one to be like, all right, Colts scored. Now we know that we're in the safe zone with some guys, with some team scoring. We either have Colts score one more time or it bounces back the other way and you're rooting for like the Broncos and you yep. just like switch the team you're working, uh, rooting for and it like ping pongs back and forth. Kind of a fun way to like watch the end of a game if like you have one. I'm taking that bet again if it's offered this week for Bears Commanders because I just think it's going to be such a shit show. Yeah. Like who's, like who's stringing together three, unless there's a defensive TD or something, like who's stringing that together? Just rooting right. for, for a close game. Yeah. yeah. And it's just really fun to be like rooting for one team that you don't care about and then have it flip right away and then you root for another team you don't care about. <laughs> and then another thing to note for this week coming up, I believe last week uh, the prop bet for no touchdown scored was 100 to 1. So maybe something to look at this wow. week again. It's probably going to be pretty similar odds. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I remember my buddy texting me saying he had it in the hopper and he pulled it. Wow. Yeah, it would have been a 10 10 grand Thursday night for him if he would have kept it. In the hopper. Yeah. Uh, My one buddy actually, speaking of the no touchdown bet, I'll just never forget. You guys remember that Rams-Patriots Super Bowl? That was the most boring Super Bowl in history. It was Jared Goff's Super Bowl. Yes. Um, They didn't fucking – A touchdown wasn't scored until like the last eight minutes by the Patriots. He had a no touchdown bet that was like – Way more than a hundred to one. Wow! Damn. Yeah, and it went down to the last seven minutes or so. Wow! Damn. No touchdown bet. All right, let's look ahead. Let's look ahead. Um, we talked about Commanders, shitty Bears. Um, Lions are off, which is nice. But let's let's talk about some picks here, Channy. I'll I'll let you kind of kind of take over. Uh, Channy and I had undefeated Sundays. If anybody was curious, nobody um, was. Yeah, everyone was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> so you're going to give me the the stage here first, huh? Yeah, I mean, just, you know. Dive right in. <laughs> yeah. I've been talking a lot. All right. Well, I'm going to go to a game. What do I say? What lines look off? That's what I did last week. I said, eh, Saints looks off. Bears looks off. Jets looks off. So which line looks off this week? And I go no further than the NFC North and the Green Bay Packers laying seven points at home against the New York Jets. Jets 2-0 and these last two weeks. They're flying high. Everything's going great. Packers implode late in London against the Giants. That's a long flight home to be thinking about how you lost that game. Especially, sorry to cut you off, especially in that London game, I, the Packers fans were out of control. Right. I thought they were in Green Bay. <laughs> it was <laughs> fucking crazy. So the London games have been really good. Man, that stadium looks sick. Yeah, they have been good this year. First time ever they've for been good. For the first time yeah, ever, yeah, exactly. For sure. Didn't the Lions lose like 107-3 to to the Chiefs in their one London game, like back in 2014? Yeah, I think it was right around there. <laughs> <laughs> Give or take 100. Yeah, so Green Bay coming back home, playing the New York Jets, laying seven points. Only 24% of the money on the Packers. I just think this is a good spot for them. They're 0-2 against the spread the last two games. Up-down theory. Give me the Green Bay Packers minus 7 at home this week. So I'm in shock. I'm in shock. Uh, Number one, that's not a bet you normally take. Looking at it, because that's a favorite. It's the Packers. It's the Jets. You know, Looking at that, that doesn't look like a Chandler pick. 24% of the money is on the Packers. That's it. That is correct. That I mean, I had Packers minus seven written down here just for everything you just said, just because Rodgers doesn't like to get embarrassed. The Jets, I don't fucking believe in. They're in Lambeau. Mm-hmm. 
Holy shit. Yes. That's that's the lock of it's the week. It's a sneaky one. I don't even think it, I don't know. It's hiding in plain sight to me. Hop aboard. I am. All it's, right. It's on my list. Hey, hey double Jump down. On. <laughs> that's two units. All right. Well, here, I'll, uh, since you kind of took a thing I would pick, I'm going to go at you. I'm going to take a Chandler pick. Ooh, here. I know where we're going. I think you do. Uh, I'm going to take a Chandler esque pick here because um, pretty much the opposite of everything Chandler just said. Uh, San Francisco 49ers riding high, I think are arguably the best team in the NFL. I've been taking them the last two weeks. They've won me money. They've cruised. Everything is going well, but Hey, this is the NFL. It's any given Sunday. Um, the line with the Falcons looks a little off to me. And what do we have here? Chandler, we have a West coast team playing at one o'clock Uh-oh. in an, e- in an Eastern time zone always gets a little spicy. The Falcons have had a little bite to them this year. I don't think they're good by any stretch, but they've had a little fight to them, a little bite. Um, I think they backdoor this one. Keep it close. Falcons are getting five and a half at home. Give me the Dirty Birds in the Dome versus San Fran. Good pick. 26% of the money only on the Falcons. And you got to wonder what the 49ers did this week. They were in Charlotte last week. Did they fly all the way back to the Bay just to turn around and go to Atlanta, or are they on the road all week? Either way, not advantageous. Good pick, Frank. Go ahead, Lou. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Frank. Very good pick. Very good prick. Now, we're going to head over. uh, Why don't we head over to Frank's favorite city in the United States, Cleveland, Ohio. Wow. Down to First Energy Stadium. Great. We're going to take a real close look up at Buddy the Elf or fucking the Keebler Elf, whatever his name is. And I, I like the Browns, this uh, Brownie, (laughs) Brownie, (laughs) him too, him too. Hey, the Browns have been low key playing some pretty good football this year. They lost in a fucking, uh, a shitty game last week that they should have won against the chargers. Um, they did lose to Atlanta, which they suck, but I think that overall Brissette has been playing pretty, has been playing pretty solid. Their defense has been pretty solid. New England just beat the fuck out of us. And they're going to be taking the week off. That's why I'm taking them, baby. Give me the Browns minus three at home. All right. All right. That one's pretty much even. Just over 50% of the money on the Browns. <clears throat> so we're gonna... I wonder the last time the Browns were favored over the Patriots in a game. It's probably been a little while. I would think it's been a while. Well, maybe last year? No. Maybe. Uh-huh. I'm going to take us to the great Northwest. What is my other rule, Frank? Um... Your other rule, uh, interdivision home dogs. There we go. There's yep. only one on the board this week. Out of the first five weeks of the year, there's been seven instances where an interdivision home dog has played a game. They are five and two against the spread this year. So guess what? Don't fix what's not broken. Give me the Seattle Seahawks getting two and a half points at home against the Cardinals this week. I don't think the Cardinals are great. I also think it's very tough to go up to Seattle and play there. Good home field advantage. And let's let's all keep an eye on Geno Smith. Yeah. I think Geno Smith is what Pizzo thought Baker Mayfield was going to be this year. But the guy's actually putting up some numbers and has had a couple good weeks in a row here. Still have a lot of talent on the outside. 
Give me the Seahawks plus two and a half at home against the Cardies. Uh, we must have a brainwave going on because that's exactly what um, I had in <laughs> Give the them hopper. some brain, Frank. Yeah, I'll give I'll give my buddy some brain if I have to to win these bets. I do weird things for these bets. Brain on you brain. You don't know me. <laughs> you don't know me. I don't know if I want to. Uncle Slip. <laughs> I had Seattle in the hopper here, like what Gino's doing. Uh, place is still tough to play. Um, Seattle's surprising some people this year. Um, Lou, you should be ashamed of yourself. You, you turned my back. As you really did. Yeah, you turned it up. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. You turned your back. I did pick up Gino on a couple of my fantasy teams. No, that so. was pretty. That was that was hey, a little pat no, on the back. Was, that was cool. Yeah, thank you, brother. Right, I'll give you that one. Go ahead, Frank. Um, one last note about cards, Seattle. If I could somehow get back to Kyler's pantsuit, I think it's going to be one of those things where you know, like the the Giants have that picture of them on the boat, and like yes. it's like the Giants are like four and. 209 since photo was taken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, the one where they're all on like the, the yacht yeah, yeah, with the their front. shirts off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I kind of think that <laughs> Kyler picture is going to be like the, the, <laughs> the Arizona Cardinals are like 5 and 23 since this photo was taken. I think that's going to be one of those. <laughs> Side note. Um, all right. My pick. Got to pick the biggest game of the week. Can't believe it's not in prime time. It's a 430 game. We have the, the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Buffalo Bills. In Arrowhead, without a doubt, last year's best game of the season. Two best teams, two top teams going at it. Uh, I'd be remiss not to take this game. Uh, while I probably like the Bills more uh, as a team, I cannot look at the Chiefs in Arrowhead and give them three points and bet against them. Uh, I think you'd be a fool to do it. I think they are going to be a little beat up on the short week. Um, and I think the Raiders gave them all they could handle. A lot of weird refing stuff going on in that game. But uh, I'd be crazy to pass up Chiefs getting points at home no matter who they're playing. Chiefs plus three, 430 on Sunday. Here we go. Wow, okay. Okay, Frank. Well, I must be a fool then, brother, because I'm going to go on the other end of the spectrum there. Wow. I like it. And I want some fool's gold, baby. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. I actually want real gold, nothing fake. So <laughs> let's, keep it, uh, let's keep it real around here. Um, I'm going to go opposite end there, though, Frank. A lot of things that you mentioned, short week, banged up. Buffalo's got a chip on their shoulder from last year coming into this game. I think that Josh Allen and the boys are really going to get up for this one, and I think that they're going to give Kansas City all they can handle at 425 on Sunday. Give me the Bills minus 2.5. There we go. I love when we pick pick the same game but different teams. Head-to-head, head-to-head. So you know how we finish off the segment, boys. And, boy, do we have a doozy this week. Oh, yeah. We have Sheepo Sharko. Two teams <laughs> playing this week. 95% of the money on one team, 5% of the money on the other team. Wow. And you know where we're going to go? One of my favorite cities, New Orleans, Louisiana. New Orleans. Where we see... Not Tulane. Where we see who day play who dat this week. The Bengals go and travel to play the New Orleans Saints this weekend. And the Bengals are laying two points on the road to the Saints who just won at home last week against the Seattle Seahawks. 95% of the money on Bengals minus two going into the Mercedes-Benz Dome this weekend. So on the count of three, boys, give us your pick. Are you going to be a shark and go with the Saints? Or are you going to be a sheep and lay two and go with the Bengals? Three, two, one. Saints. Bengals.
Who okay. said Bengals? Okay. Me. Did you? Right here, Shut boys. Up. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Mix Let's it up, baby. It. Let's hear it, Mr. Shepard. What you just like the Bengals? Like, let's hear oh, yeah, it, man. You hear, yeah, no, I like uh, I like the Bengals. I think that they're gonna go in there. I think that the Bengals are starting to figure out their stride. Joey B is gonna get it going. They always put up a bunch of points in New Orleans. I think that the Saints are still a little banged up um, at wide receiver with Mike T questionable. Jameis has been a little. Eh. Olave got his bell rung. Olave got his bell rung. By the way, did you see that touchdown last game? Did you guys see that one? No. Yes. Uh, Olave caught a touch. Caught a pass and was in the end zone, and he got smoked to the ground and lost the ball, and they gave him the touchdown. It was it was a total like I thought it was like a pity touchdown. Huh? Really weird play. Sorry. Completed the process. No worries. No worries. Um. But yeah. All that being said, I like Joey B and the boys. Give me Jamar and the Bengals minus two. All right. Well, we know what the right pick's going to be, and that's the Saints. Um, Saints coming home always tough to play down in New Orleans. We have a little bit of a revenge game. Andy Dalton playing his old team, Cincinnati. People forget. Um, Kamara had his best week of the year last week, started playing very well in the second half last week. Uh, I just think they're a scrappy team. I just I said it before the season, the Bengals weren't going to make the playoffs. There's just something missing this year. Everything's not going to click. Give me the Saints plus two at home. Yeah, absolutely. I, I can't believe the amount of money that's that's on the Bengals. People just got to be. I'm blind. shocked. It's that can't believe lopsided. It. Absolutely can't believe it. Uh, people just have to be blinded that the Bengals played in the Super Bowl last year and they have Joey B and Jamar Chase. That I mean, they're a good team, and I I love the Bengals. I think they're very fun to watch, and I'm not taking anything away from them. But the amount the the fact that that much money's on them is just very fishy and. I don't know if you guys watched Saints Seattle. That game was one of the most entertaining games awesome of Sunday. Game, yes. Yeah, and the Saints are just like playing football. Yeah, it doesn't matter who's under center. Like I don't even know if Jameis is coming back. If Dalton's gonna be under there, Taysom Hills running all around. Like they're just playing football. Yeah, yep. and it's next man up. And I don't know. New Orleans has a great football culture, and the defense isn't bad. Like not an easy place to win. I'm I'm in on the Saints like for this game, but Loki just. Kind of like, kind of, kind of like them this year. I think not, this not to do anything, but like they're just like a fun ass team to yeah, watch. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So one more sharp pick of the week uh, for everyone out there who's betting. Uh, Dolphins are leaning to be one of the big sharp plays of the week. Only thirty five percent of the bets, but that accounts for seventy three percent of the money. So a lot of heavy money on the Dolphins plus three. At home against the Vikings this weekend. I had that one written written down as well. Dolphins plus three. There we go. Because I think the Vikings are frauds. I think so too. Speaking of frauds. Frauds. Fraud. So the the biggest regret I have about losing the audio from last week um, is uh, Chandler absolutely delivered this gut-wrenching pick for Michigan State at plus 26 and a half. And you would have thought that we were playing in the national title <laughs> that weekend. Uh, we had the fight song going. We were yelling. We were barking. We were jumping up around the table, like it, slapping the ground. Yes. If anybody's listened to the episode, was it 70, 70, 70 something like that? Wherever we interviewed D'Antonio. Yeah. Um, how nuts we went before that game. It was like that level of energy for our two and four Michigan State playing Ohio State. Um, it was hilarious. 
it was total had to be there. So it had to be their moment. I just explained on the mic, but uh, I wish we would have had it and state didn't cover. No, they did not. They looked flat for the fourth straight week. They just can't get out of their rut. And, uh, you know, it's time to start thinking about, and I said this earlier in the year, I, I think it's just time to start thinking about is Peyton Thorne going to be here next year? And do we give some of our younger quarterbacks a chance? Kim, maybe Caden Hauser, if we if we don't blow his, his red shirt. But, I mean, we need to start thinking towards next year, unfortunately, as opposed to this year because our ceiling now is the pinstripe bowl. Yeah, what, I mean, what do we – who cares? Right. You know? It right. makes no difference. I, I mean, I think you got to give somebody a couple – you have to give them a look. I don't know how we, like, aren't already. F- fuck Thorne. Yeah. He's, I don't want him back next year. I just and – and he's, you know, he's hurt. That yeah. always comes out. Uh, of course You, you know who else is hurt? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson came out that he's been playing injured. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Peyton Thorne's Weird, been huh? playing injured. Always happens. They never come out as playing injured when they're in the MVP race for no. some reason. No, because they're feeling good. Yeah. Um, so that sucked. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch uh, any really college football. I was at that 40th birthday party out kind of in the woods. So I would pop in and just see State get scored on and walk out. Um, you know, and that's – I don't really want to waste my time watching that. I think three out of the first seven drives, Ohio State scored – and the yardage was over 90 yards for the drive. Unreal. And you know what's funny is, like, by at least by the score, judging by the score, we, like, played them better than last year somehow. Yeah. <laughs> it was 56 sucks. to 7. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, it just it just absolutely sucks. Um, I read some headline on the Freep that was, like, Michigan rises above the challenge, like, defeats Indiana 31 to 10. Michigan State continues to stink. And I was like, what 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 did I miss in the Michigan game versus Indiana that Michigan had to overcome? Was there were they down? It was that whole Mike Hart thing in the first half. See, I missed that whole thing. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I you could tell they were rattled in the first half, but he so he fainted? Yeah. He yeah. basically collapsed on the sideline. Jesus. He had to take him off mid game. Obviously for anyone distracting, but All right, um, well, I take back what I said. Like I I Completely missed that. Yeah, so that happened, but they just were not playing good. And in the second half, it was Michigan versus Indiana, and that's yeah, what what, happened. what should have happened happened in right. the second half. Gotcha. Total well, domination. Well, yep. Beat down. Yep. They're so, beating the teams they should. They are, and we're losing every game. Every single, <laughs> every single goddamn game. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We got Wisconsin this week, and then. A little break. Yep, Wisconsin bye week, <laughs> Michigan. So get up for that one. You got to get up. Get up for that one. You Seen weirder things. Wounds. Seen weirder things. We have coming out of the bye is nice, I guess. You got to lick your wounds and and let's just get some momentum this week. I don't know why I'm still trying to be positive about them. They've done <laughs> nothing this year. We have no quarterback. Um, we don't have a running back. We have mm-hmm. nothing this year, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's going to be tough, and it's going to be a tough year and a half for this program yeah it's depressing let's make some uh college picks here and then um we can move into some other more fun stuff what's the weirdest line of the weekend to be honest i looked very quick um the weirdest line of the weekend 
something like just doesn't make sense. Correct. I got one. Yeah. I, I, what is it, Pizzo? The the weirdest one that well, I've noticed for college was Kansas at Oklahoma, and the Jayhawks are getting nine points. Eight and they, points. Oh, okay. This says nine. Either way, eight or nine, still fucking weird. They just played a great game against TCU last week and almost won, and Oklahoma's looked like shit. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to take that game because it looks too weird. Yeah, I understand Jalen Daniels got hurt, announced today. He's out for the year. Star quarterback of Kansas actually was leading them. Their backup didn't look bad last week when they played the Horned Toads. Oklahoma gets fucking dick slapped by Texas last week in the Red River shootout, 49 nothing, and they're laying eight at home against Kansas. It makes no sense. And when it makes no sense, it makes absolute sense it for the, the other teams. <laughs> Give me Oklahoma minus eight. I looked at the betting odds and where the money was being laid. 90, 90% of the money on Kansas. Give me Oklahoma. Smart. Smart play. Um, I'm nice. going gonna to keep mine within the Big Ten. Um, just because I just think it's too many points for two teams that are way too closely matched. Uh, Illinois is at home versus Minnesota. Illinois has been playing pretty great. They got Wisconsin's old coach, right? Who's their coach? Uh, Brett Bielema. Thank you. Couldn't think of his name. Um, Illinois is off to a, a great start to their year. Five and one. Not used to that with Illinois. Um, and they're getting six and a half at home versus the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Uh, they may lose the game, but I think they'll keep it close enough. I think they'll keep it within six. I got Illinois six and a half. Okay, okay. Very good, Frank. I'm going to keep it inside the Big Ten as well. Uh, might get shot for leaving the building um, after I say this one, but I'm going to go ahead and take your boys up in Ann Arbor. Oh, my God. And give me the Wolverines this weekend uh, at noon. They're at home against Penn State, the biggest fraudulent team in the Big Ten, known, documented, analytics say it. I think that the Wolverines are playing good football right now. I think Penn State's always in over their head. They're going into Ann Arbor. Michigan's playing good ball. I think that they're going to beat them by 10. Give me the Wolverines minus seven. You know, I'm going to, I got to like put your picture up with the name. I know. Put me on a milk yeah, carton, man, brother. That's I get tough. Tough. I'm sorry. Hey, you want to go in my stepdad's suite? I can get you <laughs> a shirt. You got to wear a tux. You got to wear a tux, though. I mean, holy hey. shit, man. That's how bad the season's going. Money's money. That's <laughs> true. I will say this, though. I don't want to ever be called a biased show again. <laughs> I will say this, though. Great weekend of games. There's a yes. lot of good games. USC, Utah this weekend. Clemson, Florida State. Alabama, Tennessee, Oklahoma State, TCU, Penn State, Michigan. A lot of good games this weekend. So for you Spartan fans, change the channel. Yep. Check back in every once in a while, but really enjoy this Saturday because there's a lot of great games across the country. I think you missed one very important game, Chandler. James Madison is also playing on Saturday against Georgia Southern, my wow. boy. First <laughs> time ever ranked in school history. James Madison? James yep. Madison. You heard it here first. Yeah, the purple right. and gold, baby. The Dukes. Quick question. This Bama-Tennessee game, just because I want just your advice. Like, I probably could have just done this off mic, but we're doing it here. Take Bama. Yeah, right? So Bama is <laughs> yes. minus 7.5 at Tennessee. There's no chance, right? No chance Tennessee wins that game. 
Tennessee's the trendiest team, but I don't think so. Look at 16% of the money on Alabama. What? That's 16? fucking criminal. Yeah. That is criminal. That's fucking criminal. Oh my Jam God. the tide. Jam oh, my em. God. Jam them. That's insane. Jam tide. 16%. That's insane. That's crazy. All right. Let's let's move into simple questions, complex answers. I'm sweating. <laughs> sweating. Simple question, complex answers. The the name of the game is exactly what it what it sounds like. It's a simple question, but it has um, a complex answer. We did this last week off mic, but we got new questions for you guys this week. Um, does anyone? I'll, you know what? I'll lead off. Fuck it, I'll lead off. Uh, very simple question here for you guys. Okay, but I feel like we could discuss it, hash it out. Um, would you rather have a full time cook? In your house or a full-time maid in your house? I'll take it. Or do you want it, Chandler? I'll take it real <laughs> okay. quick. Um, Lou points right at Chandler and then <laughs> and says, go, I'll, I'll take, take it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's like the, the third base coach, like waving you with yeah. one arm and yeah. stopping you with the other arm. Yeah. But um, for, for, for me, this one's easy. I hate cleaning. I just yeah. cannot clean. I'm a simple guy. I'm not a picky eater. I actually do like cooking. I'm not the best cook, but I know how to do the basic stuff. So Mm -hmm. for me, it's very easy. I'm going to say a maid because I don't like scrubbing toilets. I don't like cleaning bathrooms. I don't like vacuuming. That's not my thing. Give me a a, a maid. Okay. Okay. Yeah, very good. I I have a lot of the same same points as you, Chandler. Um, The one thing that, that does got me thinking about it a little bit is, you know, if I did take the cook... I mean, we're looking at five course fucking fine dining every single meal, right? Yeah. Like Everyone. that would be that would and, be incredible. And the cleaning's the same too. It's it's up it's, the it's top immaculate. The, it's immaculate. Yeah, it's, it's the, the best, best of the, the best. best products. The house smells. Uh, did, was good. this There's for flowers. a certain time period, or did we talk time, or was this just kind of did <laughs> like, Jack like talk the, time? Like the eighteen like the eighteen hundreds? <laughs> no, like how long was this period of time for? Or just like forever. You have it. You have it forever? forever. Yes. Okay. If it's for eternity. And it's it's top of the line everything. If it was a short thing, I might say, give me the cook. But if it's for eternity, there's no fucking way I want to like do laundry clean, blah, 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 and all that type of shit. Uh, That being said, I'll take the maid. Wow. I'm uh, I'm opposite of you guys, without a doubt. Like to say, to know that my meals are made and they're good and to save me that time, like would... It would be invaluable to me. Uh, no more Taco Bell, then, like dude. I, you know, it would. Yeah, right. No more fucking Taco Bell. <laughs> but I could have them make like super nice tacos for me. Good. I'd have a snack. Like every lunch to just be made and decided for me. I think half of it is like the decision of like what the hell are we going to eat this week? Yeah. Or like what am I eating today? Can you go get this? I rarely take the time to like. And not even meal prep, but like even like know when I wake up in the morning, like what the hell I'm going to eat and what I'm going to have for lunch. And then there's normally a two minute drill to get dinner done. And I think for me, I would rather just take the time to like do my laundry and like vacuum and do all that stuff every once in a while. But if I could have those meals made, like forget about it. Like I would do the cook all day. No hesitation. All right. Good stuff. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. And like you just have them make snacks and shit. For sure. No, I mean, I see that. Yeah. I just like it. I think I just like it decided for me. I think I just like it, you know, tell me what to fucking do. All right. Pizzo's a big time frame guy. So I'm going to, I'm going to put a time frame on mine. Okay. Sweet. So you you. have one week. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. You have to live in one of these places for one week. Would you rather live a thousand miles above Earth, aka space, for a week, or would you rather live a thousand feet below sea level for a week, aka the ocean? And let me preface this: nothing's guaranteed. Yeah. So to get up and to land safely back into our atmosphere, there's a risk. Yeah. To be in the ocean a thousand feet deep and lose pressure, there's a risk. Yeah. So I ask Risky. you, Lou, would you rather live a thousand miles above Earth or a thousand feet below sea level for a week? Sure, sure. So it's a good question, Chandler. Good question. Now me, I consider myself an explorer, you know, shout out Christopher Columbus. I know he his day was just recent, but you it's know, indigenous I, people day now, Pizzo. <laughs> yeah, and you're, you're, yeah. No, you can't say uh, that. Whatever. You can't <laughs> say that. No one reps him anymore. So no one Columbus just had his time. It, it's obviously passed from what you guys are telling me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he's no longer important. However, back to the exploring portion of this. You know, I, I like the ocean. I've done some deep sea fishing before. Done some snorkeling. Um, all that good stuff explored it now have i been to the depths the depths no i have not the deep water the deep deep water where mel tucker hangs out and i don't know who else is fucking there but he's down there (laughs) (laughs) he might be drowning drowning (laughs) Um, so you know i i always kind of want you know what's down there what's happening i watched the uh the crab show on nat geo where they pull up like random sea creatures when they're catching king crabs and there's always these crazy fucking animals down there so it'd be kind of cool to see that however space is just completely unknown to me. Don't know anything about it. Don't know what's out there. But I want to know. I need to know. I want eyes on it. And that being said, put me in space for that week, Chandler. You're not an explorer. No, you're not. You're not. And you haven't, I mean, I mean, he knows what's down there. He's aware of what's down there. Like, enough is enough. Like, I'll take the lion slappy bullshit, but, like, you're not an explorer. You're not a gardener. Shout out Columbus. Stop (laughs) stop shouting him out. We don't endorse Columbus. Stop shouting him out. I'm going to jump in here. Yeah, Frank, take it away. (laughs) Uh, This one is pretty simple for me. If anybody knows me or if you've listened before, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've noted this, but uh, my biggest, my greatest fear um, in the world is, is the ocean. I have no desire to go whale watching, snorkeling, scuba diving. Uh, I have, I have no desire to do any of that shit. Uh, the ocean scares me because I feel like I would completely helpless out there. Not that I'd be fucking like killing it in space, but the ocean just scares the shit out of me. I don't know what's there. Sharks, sh- other shit, jellyfish, invisible stuff, whale. Yeah, you know it's there. <laughs> I, it terrifies me. I went in the ocean once in Mexico, said I conquered the fear. I didn't conquer shit. Uh, for me, shoot me out to space. I'll take the rocket ship. I'll do the no gravity thing. Um, I wouldn't like that either. That'd be terrifying as well. I wouldn't enjoy it. But give me that all day as opposed to uh, the deep, deep water. Shit scares the, the fuck out of me. I think my head would explode if I went on a launch pad into space. Do you know how much pressure and G-force? Like, I I think I literally might die. Be like Halloween at fucking Cedar Point, baby. Yeah, it is. But I'm saying, like, you're going a thousand feet down. You're like, like, just that, like, 10 minute into space. Like, I just feel like it would be, like, 
too much pressure. I don't know how that me. would compare, but that the same thing going down, it's fucking crazy pressure. Right? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, there's like there's the crazy Cameron? pressure, yeah. but I I just think if you're a thousand feet below, you're gonna adapt to it. That's like a ten to fifteen minute. Like I might die, my head might explode, and then how do I get back from space? You gotta you gotta fly back in. Right. You gotta yeah. crash into the earth. Right. So I, I just I don't know. I'm not a big space guy. Give me my gravity. I hate both scenarios. Yeah, so, I hate them. So They're not I. good. Yeah. No. I yeah. just I, I guess I'd rather live in the dark for. Yeah, uh, space uh, or just in the fucking black hole, like. Well, at least oh, you're sorry, looking uh, at Earth. Um. Oh, in the water. In the water, I mean. Yeah. yeah you're at just, least in space, you're like, wow, there's Earth. That's really beautiful. Right. right. Yeah. See, explore. Yeah. Give me the ocean. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shoot me to space. Pizza, what's your dumbass question? Yeah, so we'll, let's let's reel it back to, to sports a little bit. <laughs> let's get back on Earth. Back on Earth. Dry land. Back to the sports. <laughs> um, so picture like your biggest rivalry school for us. We'd probably say Michigan. Yeah, well, not you. Not, <laughs> not me this week, unless we're, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Throw that shit on the side. Rivalry school. Would you rather have them win one national football title or back-to-back national basketball championships. And it is back-to-back? It's back-to-back. You said that. Back-to-back. That's like two whole years. Correct. But it all lives in infamy. Or it all lives in... This is like an impossible question. I don't know. I'm not like taking this right now. We should like just talk about it. The crazy thing is, is like... like uh, well, you go first, Frank, and then I'll get... That's what I mean. I didn't want to go first. I wanted to just I'll talk about I'll go first it. then. So my thing is like <laughs> this is if... If you won in football, that would be like it's eye for eye sport. football over basketball. Like it's no question, I'd rather have yes. Michigan if they were to win a basketball ter- title than a football title. But if you're doing back to back with the hype of March Madness, with the momentum that's built, with the month long shit talking from the other fan base, and then they come back and they say all year how they won the national title last year, and then they win it again. And have another full year like yeah. that, like to match that, it might never happen. And, and let's think about this. So, like, just talking this through because it, like, it is a tough ass question. Right. Like, so March Madness, right? It comes around every year, just like you said. Like, think of everything with March Madness, and like that tournament in in and of itself, like, is held in such infamy. Like, I basketball is not my favorite sport. I I, I love it. But like that, mar- that tournament is arguably my favorite sporting tournament that there is for sure. And like, think of like all the legends of that tournament, right. like people who are maybe no names, people who went on to be NBA stars. Like you still, they show all those highlights and they pound them into your brain, right. and like you know the years, you know who they beat, you know the situations. Like I or almost, like those shitty schools who go on a run, like yes. your George Masons, uh-huh. your Stephen F. Austins, yes. your fucking. Uh, Coastal Carolina is like all middle. Those, I mean, like middle, middle Tennessee, Tennessee State, right. like beating MSU, like that thing's like almost never forgotten. Like, I'm not saying that football championships are forgotten at all, but I feel like if if like your rival team wins two in a row, like you're gonna see those highlights and like know about the last team to go back to back in the NCAA, like for the rest of time. <clears throat> right. Where it's not like with every football championship, they're gonna be like, who could forget that one title in. 2000, you know, whatever. Right. Just a thought. It's fucking a very tough question. And a lot of, a lot of what goes into it too is like with our rival, we're talking Michigan. So it's personnel driven too. Right. Right. It's like, we don't like Jawan Howard, but like, we really don't like Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. So it's, it's like, it's like, 
I would almost rather give two to Jawan than give Jim one. And another layer is like it's a different level of like arrogance with like Michigan football and Exa- the fan base. That's is my like biggest thing too. Two like, to three times the size yeah. of the Michigan basketball. And that's fan their base. fucking bread and butter sport that they suck the dick in every year, <laughs> saying this, that, and the other thing. Five star recruit. This, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they totally hype up. But it football. would also suck for them to come to the basketball space where like Izzo's supposed to like own the state right and just which has been suspect to believe <laughs> for a couple recent years i mean my answer is the one i don't want them to win two of either so give me one football title and they'll hopefully forget about it in a year or two they wouldn't ever but i'm gonna agree because 97 we yeah. still was gonna say we still yeah. hear about a tied 97 one yeah you could. i'm gonna i am gonna say the football one as well even though it would be a living breathing nightmare yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the two basketball ones just because me personally i hold football like on a higher scale than i hold basketball and I can't fucking, I couldn't do it. I couldn't look any Michigan fans in the eyes if they did it. I could. Well, you're looking them in the eye this week, taking them, bitch. Yeah. And they're like a top 10 team. Yeah. Like they were in the playoffs. Oh, so, yeah. Give All me right. the, uh, two, good, two hoops. Hey, good combo. And I don't I don't even know if I'm in set, in set in stone on that one either. I mean, that's a that was a, that's a tough one. Oh, you're, you're in stone. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. All right. Let's move it. Let's close this. Let's close this show out. Everyone's probably exhausted from listening. Um, let's move into over under Jerry sent the, um, the topics this week. Appreciate you, Jer. Um, let's open it up here. LGRW. Uh, he said, LGRW. Holy shit. We start Friday. Jer bear is a huge Red Wings fan, huge Red Wings fans. He like knows like 15 year old scouts that the wings are looking at in Russia. He's like <laughs> one of those guys. He knows he knows all that shit. It's pretty, Love it. it's pretty impressive. Um, shout out Hornies, too. Nope, Let's shout not out forget Hornies. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare. Uh, Kirtland, he says, go Kirtland Hornies. 10-2-1 last week of the season with playoffs next week. Boys might have to take a road trip. Wow. Hornies. Go show the Hornies. There wow. we go. A good time. Let's go, go Hornies. Good go luck. Hornies. Come on, Hornies. Um, hold it together. Okay, so Jerry's an avid listener. He knows that last week was the lost show. So he leads off over under with... Antonio Brown. Wow. He's making us discuss it again. I think he wanted to hear what we had to say. Wow. Um, and even though we did discuss him at the top of the show. So um, I'll just take it right here. Antonio Brown is overrated. He's a bag of shit. Uh, he is making uh, childhood comic memes about his one friend he had left in the world, who is Tom Brady. Um, even though he seems to latch on to Kanye West now, Antonio Brown, not a good person. I've heard this on a personal level and uh, had to work with him and his team on a project for work once, and he ended up not fulfilling his end of the duty, and we had to cancel the contract. Um, he's just kind of like a bad person, bag of shit. Good football player, bag of shit, overrated. Yep. A great football player. I'll take it from here, Frank. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say underrated. A lot of the things that he's been doing as of recent has been to the highest level of entertainment. And a little and, and very creative, if, if I may say so myself, from, from some of the tweets that he's sent out, some of the things that he said, a few of the actions that he's done recently overseas. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Antonio Brown, underrated, very entertaining, enjoying the entertainment. He will go crashing and burning down soon, which will also be entertaining, more entertainment. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I'm going to talk about it in the 
the football sense too. Uh, can't dispute anything you said, Frank, about what he's doing personally. But from a strictly football perspective, this guy is underrated. Um, one of the best wide receivers of our time yep. at since 2000. Um, he was just an absolute fantasy killer stat machine. Between 2013 and 2018, he never had under 1,250 yards. Yeah, he was a freak. I mean, he never had less than eight touchdowns. Won me my first fantasy championship. Right. So this guy was an absolute killer. He since obviously had a lot of off-the-field issues, but Antonio Brown, in the grand scheme of things, is underrated. Before he lost his mind, I mean, I, he was like arguably my favorite player in the NFL. He was on the Steelers. He was sick. Fire up. He was normal. Yeah, he's a chip. Fire which up. I which I don't have any... Firing up. All right, number two on the list, channel 955 phone scams slash prank phone calls. I'll go first. Um, I actually don't really listen to too much FM radio anymore. Yeah. I do know about the phone scams. Um, to me, it's it's kind of dumb. I feel like anyone who falls for this stuff, like you're, you're brain dead, you know, or you're just, <laughs> you're just very gullible. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say overrated. Yeah, not much else to add to that. Um, I think they're fake. I think they're fake. I yeah, think they're, they're set up. I think they're absolutely fake. I think you could listen to that, and then they pass that phone scam to some radio station in New York, and it's the exact same thing. I think thing. the exact same thing. It's it's not real because no one can be that dumb anymore. People just hang up. Yeah, you can't be that oblivious. So I think they're very overrated. So he does have Channel 955 phone scams slash prank phone calls. So I will just say the 955 phone, ca- phone scams, very overrated. The latter, though, the prank prank phone calls, just shout out like old school, like jerky boys and like the you kick my dog phone calls. Oh, like, yeah. Those real mm-hmm. ones from back in the day. Uh, crank anchors. The soundboards. Which is probably, yeah, which is probably, uh, the crank anchors is probably fake too. The soundboard ones, even just doing them as like idiot kids. Yeah, it's just like calling your friends and just clicking so them. So dumb. Yes. Like so dumb, but like one of those moments as like a kid where you find yourself like, <laughs> trying not to pee yourself laughing over the dumbest convos. So like prank phone calls in general um, are underrated for being a kid back in the day. But that was like the ding dong ditching era. Yeah, that was type awesome. Of stuff. 955 phone scams though are terrible. Yep. Number three, perfect one for Chandler to lead off with uh, the Mets closer walkout with the Timmy tr- trumpet song. Well, I have a different <laughs> answer if you asked me four weeks ago, but um this song now because the Mets just absolutely blew it and sucked dick. And I don't know if you saw, but they were getting absolutely pummeled in the last game of the series and the closer came out and they still played the song. Did they really? <laughs> so like Padres fans were like dancing around, making a mockery of it. No way. Yes. So um, with that being said, um, it didn't work. Thus it's overrated. Wow. Uh, you know, there, there are things that can be exciting, awesome, entertaining, and they don't always have to result in the ultimate goal. Chandler, when you showed that to me, I thought it was like one of the coolest like baseball intros I'd ever seen. Um, And it was like electric. And I just missed that like playoff electricity, like in Detroit and stuff like that is just like, I just feel like baseball needs just more of that. Yes. um, Without, without going full fucking Savannah banana and like fucking doing rapping in between the innings. Oh God, I can't, I hate that so much. I'm going to say it's underrated. It was very entertaining. It was electric, and the Mets had a hell of a run. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll follow that, too. Hell of a collapse, I should <laughs> say. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, great song. Gets you hyped up. 
unfortunate for the Mets. Now it's become like kind of a joke too about them. So it makes it even better almost. So yeah. I'll say underrated. Sweet. Number four, getting dressed up for Halloween after 30. Um, this one's on me. Very underrated. I love Halloween. I will always love Halloween. I don't care what your age is. I'm not going trick-or-treating. I'm not doing anything like that. But we have Halloween parties this year. I'm going to get dressed up. You can still have fun with it, not like be a, you know, I don't have to sit home and do my taxes on Halloween. Yeah. Halloween can be fun. And when you have kids, like I plan to dress up with them every year. It's a fun fucking holiday. It's very underrated. You're not too, don't tell me you're too mature to dress up over 30. Yeah, I second all that, Frank. I mean, for some reason, there's just it, nothing hits like getting fucked up in a costume. Yeah. And then when you're out with like 30 people and everyone's wearing costumes and you're just acting a fool, I feel like that your drunk level can advance a little bit too when you're in a costume and you kind of like start playing the part of your costume right. yes. throughout the night. Um, so that makes it pretty fun. I agree, dude. I fucking love Halloween. I love all that stuff. Underrated as hail. So I will say this. I'm going to say... Exactly what you guys said. Underrated. I've done it every year. Yeah. I still do it. I don't know if I'll do it this year, to be honest with you, because we got invited to a Halloween party. We have a prior commitment to that day. Um, so I might not dress up this year, but I've done it every year. It's a lot of fun. Let your hair down every once in a while. It's okay. Dress up. It's, it's okay. okay to act like an idiot and look goofy. Don't take yourself too seriously. Underrated. I haven't dressed up in the last two years just because I haven't had, like, a reason to or whatever, but mm -hmm. it's not because I didn't want to. It was right. just, you know, I needed a... I wasn't like, fuck this. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, right. right. I was, like, turning my light off, you know? Like, no. Right. No. It's That's silly. Um, all right. Last last one here, number five, NBA 2002-23 season. NBA, that was that last year? <laughs> no, it's this year. Oh, this year. <laughs> <laughs> 22 to 23. Um, I'll, say, I'll say underrated. I'm honestly, I'm... NBA's lower on my list of professional sports. However, the Pistons have been exciting in the offseason. They they were exciting towards the end of last year. They have a lot of good stuff going on. Um, Draymond just knocked out Jordan Pohl. So NBA's kind of come Pohl. over. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Jordan Pohl, Pohl whatever. <laughs> Fucking loser from Michigan. Um, got knocked out for talking to Big Daddy like that. What can you do? Day day. Um, Tone Brown. I think I think it, I think the season has a lot of spice coming into it. Uh, <laughs> underrated. Stop talking, yes, would you, done. man? You're done. Twenty two twenty three season is underrated. This is the first time in a while that I really do think ten teams can win the title this wow. year. You've got the Sixers, the Bucks, the Celtics this year, um, the Nets are underrated now. Um, those are just a couple of the East teams. You've got, obviously, the Warriors. You've got the Clippers, who have John Wall and Kawhi coming back. Are the Lakers over the hill? Can they contend for a title? There are a ton of teams and a lot of global superstars now in the NBA, which just makes it that much more hype. It's going to be a fun year. There's a lot of teams in contention. I'm going to say that this season is underrated. Uh, great delivery there, boys. I don't, I'll be honest. I don't really watch a lot of NBA regular season. Uh, it kind of takes me to get as close to the finals as possible to start watching. But a lot of that is because the Pistons aren't good. And the NBA is probably my least favorite of the four major sports. Um, but that does not mean by any stretch of the imagination that I'm going to call any of the professional sports seasons overrated. Uh, cause that's just silly. I love sports and that's a major fucking season. So 
Uh, hopefully the Pistons are good and will pique my interest a little more and maybe hanging out with you guys. I'll start watching a little more NBA, but I'm just going to say it's underrated, but I have no insight to anything outside of that. It's just a major sports league's season. And Frankie hoops, man. What do you mean? Yeah. Frankie hoops, Frankie teardrops, Come Frankie on, layups. Well, that's it. That's over under. And that is fizz 81. I hope by the time I hit, uh, end on record here that the file is not corrupted like it was last week. Cause then it's just three guys in a room again, hanging out. But we appreciate you guys taking the time to spend some time with us. We hope you win all of your bets this weekend. Don't forget to follow us on all the social channels. And if you are listening on Spotify, please rate this five stars. And if you're on Apple Music, please write a review. Rate it five stars as well. And always don't forget to check out the show the, sh- the show and the store. Go to the store, champagneathletics.com. Click the shop button. Uh, you guys rock. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Frank. Have a great weekend. Everybody, do me a favor this weekend. Get out there. Do some exploring yourself. Explore, explore, explore. Have a great weekend, team. Just do what you need to, guys. Have a good weekend. Thank you. See ya. Peace.